NAR meets with the FBI on wire fraud, new data on how much Realtors help communities, and Realtors meet with the government on how to balance development with environmental needs. These stories and more on The Voice for Real Estate. Hi, I'm Stephen Gasquay with the National Association of Realtors. Real estate transactions are one of the biggest targets of wire fraud. That's because the big money involved in the transactions make them tempting targets. The FBI reports that almost 10,000 people lost more than $50 million last year in real estate-related wire fraud. To help get a handle on the problem, officials from the FBI met with NAR President John Smaby and several real estate brokers at NAR offices December 11th. What they did here is they, they heard directly from people of these problems and how it affected their business. And I think they were surprised by that. Some are earnest money deposits. Um, some are getting the funds that are being transferred, that the people are due, that sellers are due after closing. It, it increases as each year goes by. NAR will be meeting again with the FBI on these crimes. We'll keep you updated on that. In the meantime, you can get strategies for protecting yourself and your customers from wire fraud in the latest Window to the Law video from NAR. No one knows better than you just how vital Realtors are to their communities. But now we have numbers to back it up. NAR has released data showing that more than 80% of Realtors donate money to charity every year, compared to 57% of the general population. Here's NAR's Jessica Lautz on another big finding from that research. We found that our members are willing to donate both their time and their money. 66% uh, of our members volunteer on a monthly basis, eight hours a month, uh, compared to the general population where only 6% volunteer on a regular basis. You can access NAR's new report called Community Aid and Real Estate, or the CARE Report, on NAR.Realtor. Just search the term Realtors are generous. Some good news on the environmental front. The federal government has proposed a rule that provides a clear standard for determining which bodies of water require federal approval under the Clean Water Act. NAR says the rule is a big improvement over the confusing and overly broad standard that's in place now. Here's Bob Turner a past president of the Realtors Land Institute, and Kathy McQuilkin, chair of NAR's Land Use Committee, on why the rule is a big win for real estate and private property rights. It's so important to have a clear regulation that we all know how to operate from without having to go hire somebody or ask a bureaucrat, what do I do? We know what we need to do to fix stuff and to build stuff and to create a community. And that's what we got clarity on today. Realtors, the public, the government are all concerned about us having clean water. We all want good economic development because that benefits everyone. We are concerned with the personal property rights and the usage of our properties. Um, so I think with this particular rule, we have balance. NAR has been working with the federal government on this Waters of the United States rule for some time now. Learn the details at NAR.Realtor by searching the acronym W-O-T-U-S. Another important win in Washington.
Congress just passed a farm bill that includes something NAR has been working on for years, a requirement that the federal government continue to use current rules for determining what a rural area is. That means households in hundreds of communities that could have lost their eligibility for safe and affordable mortgage financing backed by the Rural Housing Service no longer face that prospect. Here's NAR's Megan Booth with more. So the Farm Bill extended the definition of rural communities through the 2030 census. It was currently set to expire in the 2020 census. And so what the definition is, is populations of 35,000 or less that are not part of a metropolitan statistical area and that are rural in character, meaning they don't have access to the same kind of credit and other facilities that other communities have. The bill is really helpful because it extended that until, until 2030, and it also made some changes that will inc increase the definition in these communities. Rural communities that have prisons or military bases get a boost too, because the prisoners and service members who are in those communities won't be fully counted against the population tally. The nation's economy faces a lot of uncertainty in the short term, as we've seen from recent news coming out of Wall Street. But long-term prospects for the economy and for housing, they remain good because the economy's fundamentals are strong, according to NAR chief economist Lawrence June. Uh, in the short term, a lot of uncertainty. Uh, first, the stock market is volatile. Uh, people are concerned about the Federal Reserve monetary policy uh, and also potential trade war, which could be very disruptive to the economy. Uh, so there is some short-term uncertainty. But the long-term, I am very optimistic uh, just from the fact that current home sales level matches roughly 20 years ago, uh, year 2000, roughly similar home sales, yet mortgage rates are much, much lower today compared to back then when it was 8% average mortgage rate. And furthermore, we have many, many more jobs today uh, compared to before. Good prospects on the commercial side, too. Here's NAR's George Ratu with more. Looking forward to 2019, uh, we expect the economy to continue growing. Uh, and against that growth backdrop, we expect commercial real estate on balance to remain positive. Uh, we expect leasing trends to continue uh, at uh, solid levels, which should underpin continued growth in investment activity. However, I will point out that the uh, financial market uh, volatility uh, toward the latter part of 2018 is likely to have an impact on uh, commercial markets, particularly for investors. Now, here's the bottom line for you. Expect a solid market in both residential and commercial real estate in the months ahead. But keep a lookout for a possible drop in the stock market or a trade war, which could disrupt this positive commercial real estate forecast. Of course, the year is winding down, and that means it's time to start thinking about your 2018 federal taxes. Now, this is the first year you can take the new 20% business income deduction. If you haven't talked to your accountant about that yet, now's the time to do it. You can also get tips on what to do in a series of videos from NAR on the tax changes enacted in 2017, changes that affect you and your customers. To get access to those videos, go to nar.realtor and search 2018 Tax Update. And that's our show for the week of December 17th. And all of us here at The Voice for Real Estate hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season. We'll be back in January to bring you the latest news that's important to you as a real estate professional. For today's video, you can get more on everything we talked about at the Voice for Real Estate page on nar.realtor. 
Be sure to join us again when we return next year with the latest news on The Voice for Real Estate. Brought to you by the National Association of Realtors, your advocate for housing and property rights in Washington, across America, and in your neighborhood. This is The Voice for Real Estate.